He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. You're listening to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, a podcast for those who are in and around the hospitality industry who love, live, and breathe what they do. You can join us for candid and unscripted conversations with hospitality experts and founders as we go deeper into their personal stories while they're sharing their triumphs and trials that got them to where they are today. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and you're listening to an episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Now, let's begin. And we're back with a bonus episode for all you slick talkers out there being like, what the heck is a solo episode happening right now? Well, it's a bonus. It's solo. I feel inspired. And I've been looking at the analytics, looking at the data. And I know this podcast is really focused on interviews and getting thought leaders and industry entrepreneurs and experts on the podcast to really share their insight with you as an operator, a vendor, whatever role you play in the industry. But going through the analytics, I rarely do solo episodes, but when I do, we actually have a higher amount of listeners that tune in. And I don't know why that is, to be honest. I'm kind of, you know, this uh, one-way street medium of podcasting is so fascinating to me. But I was sitting down and writing out some plans for Slick Talk and just really wanting to say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a solo episode more often than not. I'm not going to make it the main theme of the podcast but i want to do more of these in order one to make myself better as a host as a speaker as a person that people you know listen to in the industry or check out at conferences etc and i think it's just it's good practice and maybe it's a little refreshing for you as a listener so to not go too much into a ramble on all of that i wanted to bring you some of the lessons i've learned being an entrepreneur not only with hospitality fm with my management company and also being an advisor and investor in a bunch of other startups in our industry from Top Key with Jonathan, who we've had on the show, to Sam Dundas in uh, Bestie AI, where we're an advisor for our, our advisory group and just getting the opportunity to, to deploy capital or to deploy my experience or knowledge or connections into other companies has just been such a, a fun roller coaster. This entrepreneurship journey is not easy, especially as a solo founder with other companies I have co-founders in. There's a lot. There's so much to unpack. But I wrote down about four lessons that I've learned and want to share with you. And a lot of them are going to be around mindset and what this really does for me on a day-to-day basis. And not to get all, you know, um, you know, cuckoo on you on, on mindset and all this other stuff. I realize there's such a correlation to how I think and what I believe into how I act and how I perform and how I deliver. So to to really make this short and sweet, I want to bring the first one to you guys. And this is one that has kind of stuck with me since the day I quit my hotel management job to go in full time with Slick Talk. Now, when I planned this whole journey from, I think it was September 2019, where I was like, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to give them notice. I'm so close to seeing what Slick Talk could really be. You know, that built up into a couple months of saving and cutting back on spending and, you know, building out the audience and the product or the podcast in itself. And I'll touch on product here soon, but I never, never expected 
to have a podcast network become what evolved from Slick Talk. What started out as a podcast in March of 2018, the show that you're listening to now, which has evolved like insane amounts since its inception to today. But to now, you know, giving me the opportunity to build other businesses that I'm really passionate about and with really smart entrepreneurs and teams and people. So the the first lesson is those who win survive the longest and those who survive the longest win. Now, this is not a game of who can do something the fastest and get fast cash. I've been doing this podcast for over six years now, about yeah, six years in March. And that is quite a long time. A lot of podcasts barely make it a year. Now, there's more beyond just the podcast. Now we have a network and other companies and all these other things. But a lot of podcasts don't even make it past a year. So to, to say that, you know, I can stick to it. Not only do, do I host this show, I co-host Good Morning Hospitality. I help produce other podcasts in our network. It's it's a lot. This is not something that you can just get started and have a, a quick, swift exit. And so to, to really win in business, I think you really need to focus on, you know, survival. Can I make it to the top and outlast my competition? Can I make sure that I'm at the finish line? when nobody else is. That's really the game. And so, like I said, when I quit my job in December 27th of 2019, I had no idea that COVID was going to happen. I had no idea that I was going to go through ups and downs with revenue and team and sponsorships and all this other stuff. But the mentality I had since December 28th, which I have lost a little bit of the hunger, I could definitely say that I feel that the immediate immense like need to survive has gone down compared to when I first started, but still I have to wake up every day and, and I still I still laugh. But the the next day, December 28th, 2019, I remember saying to myself, sink or swim, sink or swim, sink or swim, sink or swim. I'll go out and have coffee on my patio and look out in the river, sink or swim, sink or swim. If I'm in that river right now, I am swimming. I am not sinking to the bottom. I'm not going to go down. I have more to prove to everyone who listens to the show, who supported the show, who has given me any type of advice and encouragement and even any opportunity to, to pick their brain, right? I have too much at stake. I'm going to swim and I'm not going to sink. So that's kind of been, you know, the whole mentality I've had. And one thing to kind of tie it to the main part of this point is that those who swim win. If you're not swimming, you're losing and you need to continue to swim. And it's a really important lesson for me. And so to tie that into the second point, Recently, I was having a conversation maybe a month or two ago with one of my co-hosts, Michael Golden. We host Good Morning Hospitality together. We started the show together actually through COVID to one, give us something extra to do during that huge amount of off time that we all had. But we realized like there's so many moving pieces in our industry and it's hard to keep up with news and trends and topics that people really need to care about. So why don't we just do a weekly podcast, make it on Monday mornings, the best day of the week and have a lot of fun with it and hopefully you know something will come of it but we never really expected to have it grow to the size that it was or is sorry and so michael said to me on this conversation as we're talking about getting new new partners on the show and getting better guests uh, for those that reach out and to really focus on getting more events on the the calendar for the year and you know i'm listening to all these other podcasts about podcasts and about creators and about youtube and about the business of this world that we're in in media. And he texted me after I sent him a couple notes and some thoughts that I had on things I've heard. And he goes, I just love that you're still a student of the craft and that you're always trying to master what you do. And 
that really hit home for me. One, that was such a great compliment. You know, as entrepreneurs, sometimes we don't, you know, the work that we do behind the scenes doesn't get shown and doesn't get um, put into a spotlight. It's definitely kind of a, a quiet endeavor. And when another founder entrepreneur recognizes that, especially a friend, someone who I've talked to on the phone a thousand times a day, um, that really hit home. And just to say like, okay, like always wanting to master my craft. I never want to get complacent and out, you know, outdated and out of speed or out of touch with what's happening. And, you know, I have to play in both worlds. I have to play in the hospitality world, but I also have to play in the podcast and the creator and the, the media world what's happening with these different platforms that have a lot of our audience for all of you that listen on Apple or Spotify or watch on YouTube. I need to make sure that I'm delivering something for you. That's relevant to the platform that you're listening or choosing to watch, whether yeah, LinkedIn, Instagram, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm, you know, trying to be as active as I can, but I'm one dude with multiple, you know, a hand and multiple pots and multiple cookie jars. So, you know, just trying to master that craft. I think if you can take anything away, whether you're a hotelier or a short-term rental operator, a tech vendor, master your craft, be the best at what you can do. The The biggest thing for us is going into kind of the third point is to, to really be suffering in the details. And what part of that means is that there's victory in the preparation. So my third point is to, to really take pride in the preparation that you do in your business. I remember like late 2021, early 2022, I caught myself constantly in calls. I was doing 40 to 50 hours a week in video, you know, online virtual calls before anything else, before actually doing the work that I needed to do before having any type of extra stuff, in-person meetings, travel, et cetera. And I was drowning. I was always reacting to things on calls that were happening during my calls because I wouldn't put my phone on do not disturb or whatever it might have been. And it really did lead to a lot of moments of burnout. I will say like I never had a moment where I needed to just completely go away and shut down and ghost everybody, but definitely had moments where I needed to, to unplug and, and really try to catch my breath. And it was so exhausting. My friends even make comments and a lot of you listeners who are fans of the show would see me at a conference or a meetup or some kind of retreat and be like, man, you look like shit. You look tired. Hearing those comments really made me think like, man, I'm not fully present because I'm always reacting. And so trying to set away, you know, it's taken a transition. It's definitely taken time for me to clear out days of the week to make sure that I'm always opening those days up for actual real work, that I'm not being caught up in meetings all the time. And if I am doing a meeting on those days, that is actually something really important. It just can't be done any other day of the week. I use Sundays personally to to work and to prep and to not only prep for like our morning show, but also prep for my team meetings, try to prep for my partner meeting with my business partner, Adam Knight, with Recreation Rentals, trying to do as much preparation as I can because there's victory in preparation. And I actually got that quote from the movie The Mechanic with Jason Statham. It's a written on the pistol that he's given later throughout the, the movie. And it says, Amat Victoria Karam where it's translated into victory loves preparation. And I've kind of just taken that to heart ever since I've seen that movie. And yeah, the more I, I prepare, the more like the better outcome I have. And, you know, I'm enjoying the preparation process now and the early stuff than I am used to because I don't know, I used to always hop on the podcast with guests and just say, 
hey, I have no scripted questions for you. I'm not going to like, I didn't do any preparation. We're just going to go off the fly. And that works. So a lot of people, you know, it's a great skill for me to, to learn something I could practice in my everyday life, conferences, friendship, hangout events, stuff like that. Any relationship, if you can be on the fly, it's been, it's, it's a great skill. Can't complain. But I'm enjoying the preparation more because the outcome is better. So there's victory in that. And I, I think as a business owner, especially in our industry, if you're in the hospitality side, there's barely any time to prep. You're dealing with a 24-7 business that requires you to really be reactive in some scenarios with emergencies, with last-minute changes and miscommunications and all the things that can really happen. And so being able to set time to prepare is really important. I think it's underestimated and trying to, you know, not make this too again, like a like I said, cuckoo, but really if you can set time in the morning or evening. I'm a, I'm a morning person. I, I call it the early morning club. I'm up by, you know, five o'clock, if not earlier, uh, my body will naturally wake me up. And I just sometimes just got to start working. And that's not like working in the sense of I'm on calls, I'm on emails, but I'm really preparing for my day, going over the stuff that I need to make sure I'm ahead on. And I find joy in it. I'm finding a lot of joy in it because now I'm having a better day. I'm able to be more productive. And then when I'm more productive, I don't actually have to feel like I'm constantly scrambling and being the guy that you know always working i'm always hustling i can actually choose to have time for friends and relationships and dating something i'm trying to do more of this year and you know all these other things so i just think you know take joy in the preparation because there's victory in that and you'll obviously enjoy the outcome a lot more i already said this one but suffering in the details and the reason why this was so important for me and i wanted to include this on this episode was Earlier, you know, late last year, we got intro to Sam Shank, who was the founder of Hotel Tonight, got acquired by Airbnb for 200 plus million. And he, you know, sat down and went over a lot of the lessons and the journey of building out Hotel Tonight as a mobile app first and then, then desktop and, you know, all these other things. And in that episode, what I really loved, and I, kind of just like kind of feel like I got hit by a brick wall was when he said, you know, he always told his team that we got to suffer in the details. There's suffering in the details. And for me, that really hits into that last point of there's victory and preparation. If you suffer in the details, you're going to have better preparation. When you have better preparation, you're going to have better outcomes. And when you have better outcomes, you're going to be swimming. You know, it's going to go a full circle on this whole episode. Yeah, it's, it's suffering in the details becomes where we find success and where we're going to find that our competition isn't focusing on all the time. And when you have competition in business, you know, I always never want to wish anything ill on founders or people that create something, a business, but there is competition. And, you know, if you have a competitor, the one thing I can guarantee that they can't outbeat me on is that I'm going to suffer in those details. I'm going to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. And am I perfect? No, I'm not. I fail every day at this but is a constant reminder of how I need to continue to choose to suffer in the details. If you don't choose it, you won't do it. And when you don't do it, you're going to see that in your overall productivity and the overall quality of your product and so many more, more ways than you can imagine. You know, one of the things that I learned through my time in the military, you know, I went through the army basic training. I went through AIT, which is advanced individual training to become a truck driver. And I remember my drill sergeant just beating it into me throughout my 10 weeks in basic. And it was pretty rough. Like, I'm not going to lie. I went in not disciplined, pretty weak, 
physically, mentally, and emotionally. And he just kept beating into me. Well, all of them did. We had like three or four quite on a pretty continuous rotation, but just kept beating into me attention to detail, attention to detail, attention to detail. And then when I got to my advanced individual training school for the truck driving, the same thing. It was less yelling and kind of physical discipline, but then there was the, the hey, pay attention to your turns and pay attention to your touch points and to you know, your systems, how's your hair tank, how's the, you know, this and that, like making sure that we were, were fully prepared for what we were doing and the mission that we had at hand. And I think when you're an entrepreneur, regardless of the industry, the attention to detail, the suffering in the details, the ability to have preparation and victory in that it is so important and crucial that, you know, if you can take anything away from this whole episode, is to go into that this isn't just for business. This is actually for life. This is something that you can apply to your relationships, personally, romantically, family-related, anything. You can focus these things into your everyday life. And I think this really does help. Like when you're going through the low moments, because being an entrepreneur, being a person that has to create something from nothing, especially in hospitality, for all you destination heirs or destination creators out there, you're taking nothing and creating something out of it. These things are so, so crucial. And at the end of the day, it's just you. Yeah, you may have a co-founder or two, but you guys are going through a journey that is unlike anything else. And to constantly be beat down, to hear no, to all these things, it can be very exhausting, especially when you're striving for excellence. You have passion. I'm a passionate personality. I have deep passion for people in my life, for topics and and things like podcasting and things like our industry and professionalism and technology and the ability to to scale a business and startups. The startup life has got me so excited these days, not for the glamour of, hey, let's hit a billion dollar market cap and blah, 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 but really to build a legacy, to build a story that you can use to tell others. You know, I, I remember so many times I, I was homeless after high school. I, I Before I joined the military, I was shoveling horse shit for a hundred dollars a week at the the Crawford's farm, 40 acres of horses and, you know, all these animals and stuff. And just remember just feeling so, so crushed in life and, and all these other things. And I think now being in this position where I'm able to learn from so many people on my podcast, from people behind the scenes, you have no idea how much communication happens behind this show, behind Slick Talk, behind GMH. The, the amount of you, the listeners that come up to us at conferences and email in and comment on LinkedIn and Instagram message and all these things, it really just shows that these four lessons can be applied and can really help make the journey suck less. And it just is so, so important for me and something I'm very passionate about. So to, to wrap it all up, I think you guys can really apply and learn anything like this. If you have similar lessons, similar stories, I would love to hear it. I would think these are pretty broad and a lot of these actually kind of are the same lesson tied into different wording but there's i think a beauty in the circle that these four have from to you know surviving the longest and making sure that you win and outlast competition to being able to suffer in the details and you know have preparation and victory in that and to then also make sure that of course I'm forgetting my last detail here but becoming a student of the craft but, you know, I always want to be learning. I always want to be able to put this into practice, into my business and then with my team. 
I want to send my team's things. I want people that are wanting to start a podcast to try and listen to other podcasters and pick up styles and editing formats and tools and equipment used. I want this to all be part of our day-to-day. And so I hope you can always be a student of the craft and what you do and how you master it. Because when you master something like that, again, you're setting yourself up for success. So Slick Talkers, thank you so much for tuning in to this really quick, kind of out of the blue, last minute solo episode. I don't know what we're going to call it yet. So whatever you see on the title, I hope it helps. And I hope it attracts you to continue to move forward in your business. So thank you so much. Thank you for just giving me your ears. And, you know, as always, we'll see you guys again next week. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to our show partners for making Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast possible. We hope you enjoy the show and we would love to connect with you outside of the podcast. So you can follow us on all of our social media channels for daily hospitality content or find us on slicktalkthepodcast.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and we will see you guys all again next week.